Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Thursday afternoon, everyone. Kip Harridge here with your Daily VRA Investing Podcast. We've been uh, away from the office for a couple of days. I missed these podcasts the last couple of days. Glad to be back with you. And uh, thank you for your emails. Again, thank you for your feedback. We always appreciate it. Appreciate you listening here as well. Uh, We try to keep it short, a little bit pithy, and uh, really try to point out what matters most based on uh, the way that I've been taught by my mentors over my 36 years in the business, the way I try to teach Tyler, the way he tries to teach me, an old dog new tricks, and uh, the things that really do matter most. There's a lot of noise that takes place every day, but there are constants that matter uh, such as the internals, what's happening under the hood. It tells you the overall direction of the market because, folks, if you get the direction of the market wrong, pretty much nothing else you do matters because if the market's going down, most stocks are going to go down. So that matters most, direction. The macro matters. The fundamentals matter. The technicals matter. It all matters, but they all matter relevantly uh, to, uh, to each other and to what's happening uh, in a more broader scope Uh, kind of uh, in the global geopolitical uh, system that we live in today. And right now that system is back up the truck, back up the truck, buy every dip there is because of this amount of liquidity, again, 22, 23, however many trillions of dollars we have now that uh, both monetary and fiscal stimulus in just over a year, we'll call it a year and a quarter now, it's almost a physical impossibility that stocks can go lower. This is a manipulated melt-up. It's the big bribe. It's the global coronavirus insanity psyop that continues. And uh, we have a couple options, folks. We can uh, put our head in the sand. We can go to cash. Uh, we can uh, just say we're not going to participate. Or we can recognize what inflation is doing to the stock market, what inflation is doing to investable assets, and we can profit from that move and inflation that is forcing these assets higher as our fiat currency gets printed into oblivion. Again, that seesaw relationship, right? You print more money, guess what? Everything's going to cost more. That has that same impact on the equity markets, and it really has that same impact on gold and silver and the miners. I want to tell you something. Today, something very interesting happened today. Actually happened yesterday, uh, but uh, uh, this is a, uh, it's a very bullish event for the miners. If you are a, a fan of, uh, of the gold mining stocks, I'll tell you about that in just a moment. Let's talk about the markets first today. Uh, all-time highs today in the S&P 500. Been a little bit of a while since that's happened here, and it took place today, intraday high in the S&P 500. Uh, S&P 500 went up closing up right at a half a percent. It closed off its highs today, not, not by a whole lot. The Dow Jones really fell more than the S&P 500 did from its highs. But anyway, SP 500 up 16, uh, 19 points today at 42.39. Again, intraday all-time high today. Dow Jones today up 19 points, uh, closing at 34,466. It's about 500 points away from an all-time high, less than 1%. NASDAQ now is about one po- right at 1.4% away from an all-time high there as well. NASDAQ today closing up a big 108 points. NASDAQ's been leading a broken record here, right? NASDAQ's been leading from the capitulation lows in tech and growth that happened on May the 12th. Uh, we, we, we speak of it often here because it matters. Uh, that mattered because that marked a short-term significant bottom, not only in tech and growth, but also in the broad market. Just when so many people were getting out, just when the perma bears were really, you know, growling again, you know, oh, we told you, we told you it's going to crash. no. Market's only gone up since then. It's only going to keep going up from here. In our view, again, it's a structural bull market. 
It's a structural bull market. It's almost a physical impossibility that this market goes down from here, barring some kind of a black swan event. Otherwise, we are in the honestly, we got about four years left, maybe five years left of a bull market move higher is how we see it. But that's how we've seen it for some time. Uh, NASDAQ closing today back above 14,000, closing at 14,020. And finally, the only broad market index that closed lower today was the Russell 2000. But it's been leading. Uh, it's also less than 1% away from all-time highs. Had a really nice run here. R2K today finishing down 15 points. It's right at 7 tenths of 1% today. Also a couple points here. Uh, the VIX down a big 10% today. VIX at 16.10. Uh, you know, uh, for those that are old enough to remember what happened a couple of years ago before coronavirus really kicked off, the VIX lived below 10. The VIX lived in the 9 to 11 range. Actually, 11 was kind of high. The VIX lived in the 9 to 10 and a half range for a couple of years, and uh, we had no volatility. Well, now the VIX is 16. We're at all-time high after all-time high after all-time high. Uh, still a lot of fear left in this market. We see it in the sentiment indexes as well. We think that continues to propel stocks higher. If you're a contrarian, that, that's how you think. And typically, contrarians are the most right uh, because the majority is very, very rarely correct. If you're, if you're investing because the majority says something, prepare to lose money. That's just the way the markets work. Frankly, it's the way life works. If you're a contrarian and you can see through the noise and really a lot of the bullshit – the manipulated media that's telling you, oh, you should do this with your money, where they're doing exactly the opposite with their money. Well, sometimes it takes a, you know, it takes a little longer to figure it out than most. It took me a couple decades, frankly, to figure all this out. Uh, but uh, that is how the game works. And uh, right now, the VIX is still too high at 16. It's had a lot lower as well. And the 10-year, remember, boy, once the 10-year yield draw, hit 2% and, and, and went through 2%, the stock market was going to crash. How many times did we hear this? How many times did you hear the majority say, of course yields are going higher. Yields must go higher. No, 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 they, 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 don't, must, they don't must do anything. They're going lower. Uh, Ten-year going back to 1% in our view before it hits 2 or 2.5%. Two Again, gravity is the reason for that, folks. Gravity. The day that uh, the yields pop out of being negative, in Japan and throughout, broadly throughout Europe, specifically Germany, the most important economy and country in, in, in Europe, when, when European yields and, and Japanese yields become positive because they're still negative, maybe we'll change our point of view. But until then, U.S. rates can only go lower. It's a, that's good, though. It's a great buying opportunity for us here, uh, and, and specifically in tech and growth uh, which is uh, – that's the kind of bull market you really want to be in. If you want to be in a go, 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 momentum bull market, you want tech and growth to lead uh, because it's just more fun. It's just, a, it's just a more explosive bull market. Semis lead NASDAQ. NASDAQ leads the market. That's the way it's worked for a long time. That's the way it's working now. Again, NASDAQ led today sharply higher. Also, today, the semis led the way higher today. Had a very nice move higher, 1.3% today in SMH. Uh, if you're a technician – we are about three-quarters of 1% away, maybe even less than that today, I think, after the move higher, to run the figures after the close here. We're very, very close to a breakout in the semis. It's a downtrend line that's been in place from the March highs. 
We want that to be broken, and the shorts then will have to capitulate like they're doing everywhere else, and they'll have to short, cover their shorts and semis and go long. And we think that go, it could really propel the next sharp move higher today uh, in, in, in the broad market overall. So watching SMH very closely, watching tech very closely, growth stocks, etc. Again, this is the kind of bull market we all want to be in when momentum leads. Uh, not that you can't make money in value stocks. We're about 40% positioned in value stocks. Uh, but uh, it's, it's just, it is. It's just much more fun of a bull market when tech is leading. Think about 1995 to 2000 when the NASDAQ rose 575% in five years. That's the kind of bull market we all want to be in, folks. And you know it. You know that's the truth. Uh, so it's okay to admit that. Uh, that we want to be in that kind of a bull market, don't we, really? Okay, let's take a look also today. I would tell you what happened also because, you know, again, it's been a while since we hit an all-time high. Again, we did that today in the SP 500. Been a little bit of a while, though. But that's just in the U.S. broad market. People really have gotten a little myopic and forgetting about what's happening with these other broad market indices, such as the value line geometric index hit an all-time high yesterday. Wil Wilshire 5000, all-time high yesterday. Russell 3000, all-time, I'm sorry, this week. Uh, Russell uh, 3000, all-time high this week. And we also have uh, both advanced decline lines, NYSE and SP500, also hitting all-time high. So these are, again, structural moves higher underneath the hood, showing it's a very, very healthy bull market. We also have had at least 50% of all stocks in NYSE have remained above their 50-day moving average since last November. Again, if you're a technician, these things are important to you. Again, under the hood. And for only for maybe like two days, uh, we again, since last November, we've had at least 80% of the New York Stock Exchange has remained above its 200-day moving average as well. We call this in Texas red pepper strong uh, because that, that's what that means. Uh, it makes it very, very, very difficult for the markets to have any kind of a sustained move lower when the underlying technicals uh, that we're seeing, again, in the advanced decline with volume, what we're seeing throughout all of these uh, 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 long-term advanced decline lines continue uh, to hit all-time highs. It just tells you a weakness must continue to be bought. We also learned today the ECB has announced they're going to maintain aggressive bond purchases, at least to the third quarter, uh, probably longer, folks. I doubt, I really doubt in my lifetime that I'll ever see a period where we don't have quantitative easing. It's here to stay. It's been here to stay in, in, uh, in, in Japan uh, since they started it in March of 2001, if you can believe that or not. March of 2001 is when the Bank of Japan first launched quantitative easing. They've never stopped. They're now the largest holder of Japanese equities through ETFs. I think they own like 70% of all Japanese equities through ETFs. People say it can't happen here. I always ask, why not? Why we, we, All we've been doing is turning Japanese since they started doing all of their financial engineering. Why can't we do that here? Uh, and it looks like we, we, we likely are. Again, QE Infinity uh, means that Tina will continue to be a thing, means that FOMO will continue to be a thing. And it probably means that the market's going to continue, really start to melt up here now that we have a fresh all-time high in the SP of 100. Soon to follow behind that 
in our other broad market indices as well. Let's talk about today about the internals today. Today we really not much here today, frankly. Uh, they were positive again, but it was a kind of a mixed to positive feel. Uh, a little odd with an, with Nasdaq up 108 to see Nasdaq volume negative on the day. It was slightly negative. As again, so many of these meme stocks. You know, I heard today they're calling them the bang stocks. B for uh, 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 BlackBerry. These are all the meme stocks, right? B A N G, bang. B is for BlackBerry. A is for of course for AMC. The N in bang is for um, uh, what was the N for? I don't trade these stocks. I forget what it's for. And the G, of course, is for GameStop. So bang. Uh, but uh, these stocks got hammered today. Uh, you know, we were playing uh, AMC. We did quite well both in the equity and in the options this year. Uh, thank you very much, AMC. Uh, but we're out of that. We think the uh, shakeout continues. We'll get to oversold uh, positions here uh, in, as far as the technicals go. And then we'll, we'll be, we are looking to, once again, purchase AMC uh, if I had to tell you when, I'd say it's at least a couple weeks away, but we have a price target in mind. If you want to find out what it is, we're not day traders, but you know, we're opportunity traders here. We're looking for opportunities to make money over a short period of time. Just not day traders, but if we can find a way to make money in something over a couple weeks, we're, we're all the way in. This is that bull market, folks. you got to stay locked in, locked and loaded. Uh, so come join us at VRAinsider.com. Again, VRAinsider.com. And we'll hook you up with, uh, with our best ideas on a daily basis. But again, internals today, not great. Uh, same thing, advanced decline, both slightly positive NYSE and NASDAQ. Again, volume slightly negative as well. But our new 52-week highs to lows just comes in, again, red pepper strong one more time. Garlic strong, whatever you want to call it. Uh, Texas, we like garlic and red pepper, so we'll call it red pepper and garlic strong today. The new 52-week highs to lows came in at 508 stocks hitting new 52-week highs to just 19 hitting new 52-week lows. Really almost identical to yesterday. We had over 500 stocks just hitting all-time highs. I see new 52-week highs. Same thing yesterday, less than 20. Back-to-back days, over 1,000 now. Uh, that's what you want to see. Again, that tells you the market is broadening. That's healthy, folks. This is a healthy bull market. We've had a lot of little rotations happening back and forth here. All that does is make sure the markets don't get overbought. All that does is make sure as the market continues to broaden and rotate from one group to another, it means it just extends the life of the bull market. These are all very, very bullish things. I'm always amazed when I find uh, perma bears that uh, point to one thing or another about how the market is going to crash. Of course, our recent favorite the yield, 10-year yield is going to get over 2%. The market's going to crash, and it's only gone down from there. My goodness, I just don't know what they're looking at. Okay, let's talk now about uh, the sector watch. We had, of our 11 S&P 500 sectors, we had seven finished higher on the day, four finished lower. Led to the upside by healthcare of 1.7%. Big move higher there. And of course, technology uh, also leading the way today up nine-tenths of 1%. To the downside with rates sliding here, financials. Been on a very, uh, really an amazing run, financials. Today, gave some back, down 1.1%, led the way lower. Again, no great shakes either way on the downside or upside here. Uh, seven to four there. It's a good solid day. Finally, now we're going to get to the, uh, to the, what I said at the beginning of the call, is the, 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 the uh, Golden Cross in GDX, which is the minor ETF. First of all, we tell you, gold today finishing up $6 an ounce in 1901. A lot of market timers have gone negative on gold, gone bearish on gold. I think that's a big miss here. 
with rates going lower, real rates continuing to get more and more negative. We know there's just a gobs of, again, QE is not going to stop, folks. Right? Stimulus is not going to stop. It's going to keep coming and coming and coming. These are all, these are like pound-the-table reasons to own precious metals, physical gold and silver, especially now that Bitcoin is stalled. Increased regulation is definitely coming. And look, I've, we've been become Bitcoin coin bulls for a long time. Uh, first bought six hundred uh, Bitcoin at $600, recommended it a couple thousand dollars. We've owned it for a long time, still bullish. That doesn't change. But I think we're in a, in a period of consolidation here. And what's interesting now is this money, because this, this is the retail buyer, right? Now, obviously, institutions have jumped in as well. They're about, a lot of them about to, to lose a lot of money uh, because they just bought too high with too much leverage. Issuing debt to buy Bitcoin, I, I'm a, I'm a, it's a hard pass. And if you're a company doing that, I'm looking to short you, not buy you. Uh, we'll maybe mention names on one of these uh, uh, podcasts of, of uh, companies that are good short in the Bitcoin space. But again, we like Bitcoin. We like cryptos. Tyler's a big fan of Ethereum. I like it as well. But these are long-term, you know, we're not day traders in these. But in the short term, the day traders that like these, the hot money chasing Bitcoin and these others, guess what? As they keep sliding, that hot money didn't go anywhere. That hot money is going to transfer from one asset to another. It's like energy. It never disappears. That hot money from the retail space is coming into the stock market. We see it in the meme stocks, now called the bang stocks, I guess. Uh, and, and it's going to continue to roll into equities. Uh, and uh, that's very, very bullish, obviously, for the market. We already have, so far this year, $500 billion in positive fund flows that have come into equities. It's only going to build, folks, and it's only going to continue both in the U.S. and globally with all these foreign indexes that are hitting all-time highs as well. It's a global bull market of size and scope. Again, structural bull market forcing stocks higher. But the key to gold uh, for us right now is that we love mining stocks. And for the first time in some time yesterday, we had a golden cross in GDX as the minor ETF. Uh, GDX... Um, uh, well, I'm sorry, a golden cross. What is a golden cross? A golden cross is when the 50-day moving average crosses over the 200-day moving average, obviously on the way up. So that just happened yesterday. We've only had, uh, uh, this is the only the fourth uh, a golden cross in GDX in the last six years. What's interesting about that is in the previous three golden crosses, the average move higher is from the golden cross, again, happened yesterday. The average move higher has been 43% over just barely, just over five months. So it's three for three. We just had our fourth Golden Cross yesterday. Uh, we are aggressively long mining stocks right here. And today, great move today in GDX. GDX finished today up 2.4%. The word's out about the Golden Cross. It's a highly, highly bullish technical event. It's an actionable event as well. We are very bullish on the miners here. Uh, we own uh, we own several of these that in, in addition to physical gold and silver, of course. But anyway, that's the Golden Cross. Just happened yesterday. Uh, we uh, we think the move higher from here could be slightly parabolic. Great looking chart. It's also in a in a in a, in a rising ascending bullish trend. Uh, everything about this checks all the boxes for us, really. And uh, we own options as well, in case you couldn't tell. Uh, again, we like this group a lot here. Silver today also higher, uh, fifteen cents an ounce at twenty eight fifteen. Copper down four cents a pound. Copper's been soft here. It's sliding right to its 50-day moving average. 
We like copper here a lot. Copper at $4.49 a pound. Oil today holding over $70 a barrel. $70.16 up slightly on the day. And finally, Bitcoin uh, giving up some of its gains today. Still up 129 at 36386 Again, it's not that we don't like Bitcoin. We do. But I'm going to tell you something. I like equities more here. I really like physical gold and silver more here. And I really, really, really like the miners more here than any of the above. All right, folks, as always, we appreciate you joining us here. Hope you had a great day, and uh, we'll see you back here again tomorrow after the close.